With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. 56% of job seekers say their biggest challenge is finding a job that matches their qualifications, according to an Express Employment Professionals Harris Poll survey. The job search can be a lonely process, but Express Employment Professionals can be your one connection to finding a job that fits. Each year, hundreds of thousands of people find work through their local Express office. Find the location near you at ExpressPros.com. With no fees for job seekers, visit ExpressPros.com. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. Over the years, it has been a constant when the Chiefs have played primetime games at Arrowhead Stadium. It's like walking into a pit of vipers, right, for the opposing team. You play a night game at Arrowhead Stadium. Generally speaking, you don't play that well and usually walk out with your tail between your legs. A loser! A loser! That's how it's supposed to be. Now, in the first half of the game on Monday night, that was not how it went down. Washington actually dominated the early part of this game, and they were winning with a physical brand, this smash-mouth, slobber-knocker style. I like that word, slobber-knocker. Isn't that a good word? Slobber-knocker? Yeah, that's a football term. Yeah, and and that's, that's what applies in this particular game. It was a very physical beginning to the game, but it was a game that was dominated early by the Redskins. But what did your high school coach tell you? It doesn't matter about the stat sheet. It doesn't matter. You got to get the points. You got to get the points. And the Redskins did not get enough points. They didn't build enough equity on how physical they were early in the game and how they were dominating the beginning part of the game. They didn't 
benefit from that enough, and they left the door open. And Kansas City in the second half, as the game went on, the war of attrition took over, and the Chiefs win. And they, they technically win on a field goal, but they also get a late touchdown, which is just marvelous. Just marvelous. I, I was uh, telling Danny G before the show in the production meeting, I was pointing out how uh, like I was on Kansas City minus the seven or seven and a half whenever we did Benny versus the Penny. And it's it's one of the, the great backdoor victory for a degenerate gambler situation out there. But I won't remember this because I was on the winning side. Uh, I, to my last breath, when I'm about to check out from this mortal coil, I will have a vision. One of my visions will be the Music City Miracle. I will remember Frank Wycheck and Kevin Dyson against Buffalo on, I think it was like a Saturday at early afternoon game in Nashville. That will be my memory. Why? I was on the wrong side. I was on the, I, right, I, I was, I was on the wrong side. I had done a victory lap phone call to a friend of mine, uh, FU. I got it right. And as I was on the phone dialing, uh, that play happened, which is still too much. You know, I know it's been like almost 20 years, uh, I believe, because that was the last time the Bills played a playoff game. But I still recall that being an illegal forward pass. And it's a shame that the NFL, uh, the NFL did not change that. In fact, I, I'd like to see, I would forgive Roger Goodell. I'd never rip him again. All these players protesting, even the day after a shooting in Vegas. That's a good luck, by the way, for the NFL. Good luck for the Chiefs. So way to go, boys. Uh, but I would forgive everything if uh, they just retroactively gave Buffalo that win and somehow I got that money. I would, I would forgive all that. Absolutely. But let's get back to it here. Kansas City and Washington in the game on Monday night, and the Chiefs remain perfect, win, win again here. And Alex Smith, right, showing the resurrection is still in full effect, making – plays as the game went on there and leading the Chiefs down into scoring position late in the game. What's been the main argument against Alex Smith? And they've all been backed up over the years. The main arguments against Alex Smith have been he's a dink and dunk passer, he's a game manager, and if Kansas City gets into a position late in a a postseason game where they need Alex Smith to make plays, to, to make those breathtaking plays late in the game and to overpower the opposition with brilliant quarterback plays. He can't do it, right? It's very straightforward. The argument is he cannot do it. And does this game answer those questions and say, well, this proves he made plays against the Redskins' defense late in the game. That shows you that he's going to be able to do it? Of course not, right? I mean, it's, it's more complex than that. It's a week four game against the, the Redskins' defense. Uh, it's more complicated late in the year. I think we all know that, but it's encouraging and it's certainly confidence boosting in in this particular game. Smith ending up with 293 yards. He also had 56 on the ground, a touchdown pass, a touchdown on the ground, and it was not like the Chiefs' offensive line was marvelous. And if the Chiefs had somehow lost this game, it would have been the standard people calling up, oh, my God, their offensive line is not that good. Oh my. But the Redskins got sliced up, much like a turkey around Thanksgiving. You carve that bird up just right. That's what Alex Smith was able to do against the, the Redskins. And it was both on the ground and through the air. It was not just one. It was, it was both that were in play. And then you got Kareem Hunt, who also did not have his numbers right away. But as the game progressed, the numbers piling up there, 
And, and sure enough, by the time the game had ended, Kareem Hunt uh, ending up with a very, very nice, very nice stat sheet. He had 101 yards, 21 carries, 78 of them coming in the second half. He didn't do much of anything in the first half uh, at all. Let's hear from the losing side. Uh, Jay Gruden, the coach of the Washington Redskins, who's lost a bunch of weight. How about that? What kind of diet do you think Jay Gruden's on? Is he, uh, he going to do a diet book? Is, that, is he going to do something like that? No. You think he's gone vegan? I hope not. Uh, here's Jay Gruden, the coach, the losing coach of the Redskins, who is trying to sell some optimism for his team that blew it late. Hopefully they're in a right state of mind. This is the NFL's best team, supposedly at 4-0. Um, came up here to their place and uh, gave them all they wanted, but uh, we understand where we are, what we have to improve on, and uh, move forward. Thank you for that. I feel, I feel like I really have a great grasp of what happened now. Because of that. So the Chiefs, their last 30 regular season games, they're 26 and 4. 26 and 4. And yet, you look at the, the odds and the, the, the new favorite to win the Super Bowl, it's not Kansas City, it's Pittsburgh. Yeah, Steelers, a lot of that's based on how many people are going to put bets down on who's going to win. And there are more Steeler fans than there are Chiefs fans. So you got to factor that in. And for the Redskins, you look at the NFC East. And you say, well, the Giants have been eliminated. The Cowboys lost their game. The Eagles won against the Chargers in Carson, California. So the Redskins, this is a blown opportunity for the, the Redskins because the, the, the Chiefs were a beatable team in this game. This was not a case. I thought Kansas City would come out and end up just hitting the turbo button. It would be turbo time, and they'd win this game going away. That was not, not what happened at all. And so the Redskins now headed into the, the bye week. And they won't play again till the home game, which is like a second bye because they play the 49ers. And uh, that's the team that uh, 30 guys took the knee there. That's that team. Yeah, that's, uh, that's the one there. So the Niners will be kneeling in Washington uh, when they play October 15th. And the Redskins will be without several key players. The infirmary filled up with Washington players led by Josh Norman, who's going to be out at least that game, if not more. All right, it's Ben Mather's show on Fox Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie. Garcia. I remember one of the few times that I was in Vegas and uh, had a little money, had a little action going on. It was an NFL Sunday, had a little three-team parlay. And uh, Seahawks and Vikings went overtime, and the spread was three, and so I had conceded that I was obviously not going to win my bet one way or another. And then the Vikings had a pick six to end the game. And I ran around the sports book like a fool. How'd that go? Did, did, people, uh, did the great. other gamblers like that? I, I'd, they... have, I have no idea what anyone said or okay. looked at me. I didn't care. I was in bliss. I yeah. was in the money, and I was so happy. Uh, so I can only imagine what the sports book was like, positively and negatively tonight, it, it when is... the Chiefs returned that <laughs> touchdown for the score. It is odd though, because like you go, it's different now for the locals because. In our thoughts, obviously, with everything in Vegas, but you go to a sports book in Nevada now, and they have, if you're a local, you can just bet on your phone. You don't have to go to the sports book. Like, they have the the phone wagering, so it's not, it's it's a weird uh, dynamic. I'm not, I'm not for that. I understand you're not that, for that. No, I understand that that's convenient, but I mean, <laughs> come on, you got to go to the window and, you know. Yeah. So it's pretty much just tourists that are in the sports books now. I mean, there are some. De- Maybe there's some traditionalists. 
<laughs> Still I, I like, window? if I want a full uh, degenerate gambler experience in Vegas, I go to the Plaza. Uh, I, that's where I go. The Plaza Sportsbook in Vegas because that there's a bus station right next door to the Sportsbook. Yeah, I'm not going there. No, no, no. See, people get off the bus. They get off the Greyhound bus, and they whatever, you know, have 10 bucks in their pocket. They bet it at a Sportsbook. That's the full experience of the degenerate right there. That's the full flavor. So how much money changed hands? Now, we don't have the numbers for all the places yet, but one of the reports from the gambling community is that late touchdown when the Redskins were trying to run their version of the Music City Miracle where they were laddling back and doing that whole thing, that touchdown, which covered the spread, also pushed the game to the over Yes, on the total. The so, double whammy. Which is is just bad all the way around because I think most people thought that the the gambler generally, the public usually bets on the favorite, right? That's usually how it goes because you're, bet, you're, you're betting on the perceived better team. And both these teams can score, so I would assume a lot of people bet on the over. But they say that, that the early reports are in one of the, the spots in Vegas – a three hundred fifty thousand dollars swing against the against the sports book, based on that garbage time touchdown where Kirk Cousins. I don't think he was all in on trying to make that play. I don't think Kirk Cousins was like all in on trying to make that tackle for Houston, the linebacker Houston at the end there. Oh, I don't think there's any. There's no question, as like uh, our friend Mike North would say. Oh, there's no question. Oh, thank you, Mike. Appreciate that. Mike might have had action. He's uh, retired now, right? Is I, he, I heard he was actually moving to, to Vegas part, at some point. Is it full-time or part-time that he's going to be uh, living in? Uh, part-time, I believe. Part-time. Yeah. All right. Have like a little condo or something like that? Well, he's a big shot. He'll probably have a, a room he can stay at anytime he wants at one of the, the casinos. All right. So uh, the Ben Maller Show on Fox. we got Danny G, who's in mourning right now. Uh, he's wearing black. He's in mourning for the Raiders season. Hooray! It's all over now. They're done. Uh, get ready for next year. Will the Raiders tank to try to get the number one pick? That's the question. Uh, and uh, we have uh, Koopa Loop who's doing his thing over there. He's all, he's all excited. But he knows the end. He knows the end game. That they don't. The Broncos, if they only had a quarterback like Jared Goff, they would have a chance to win the Super Bowl. But they're stuck with Trevor Simeon. I'm sorry, Coop. Uh, we, uh, you can't have him. He's a Ram. Yeah, you can Ram it all day. You can Ram it all night. But you can't have Jared Goff. No, no, no. He is property of the L.A. Rams. The future of the NFL, the new face of football in America. I am such a radio loser. Jared Goff is his name. And touchdowns, that's his game. That's how he does it. Gets the Rams in the end zone. The highfalutin, high scoring, the greatest show on natural grass, the Los Angeles Rams. Right there. Bam. Put some fertilizer down because that's how they do it. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. With Kansas City winning on Monday night, the Chiefs have opened up a two-game lead over the Raiders. Uh, we'll come in now 2-2. Two and two. And remember yesterday we, we told you to take with a grain of salt when Jack Del Rio downplayed Derek Carr's injury? Uh, the Raiders claimed it was only back spasms. And it, it reminded me of that iconic scene with the, the late, great Leslie Nielsen in The Naked Gun. Remember, he's standing in front of the fireworks factory and the fireworks are going off. And he says, move on, nothing to see here. Please disperse. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Because Oakland did an about face on Monday and they uh, changed their tune. Uh, downplaying their car's injury. Remember, the, the other report by the state-run NFL network was that it wasn't even his back 
that Carr had injured something else, that uh, there were some some internal injuries to Derek Carr, but not his back. All of that turned out to be bogus, turned out to be completely bogus because the Raiders announcing that Derek Carr has a fracture in his back. Ouch! Uh, what does that mean? It means that he is going to be out two to six weeks. He gone, as Hawk Carrollson would say. He's out of there for the Raiders, at least for the next couple of games. So let's talk about this now. Carr is going to be out. Certainly this week, the Raiders play the Ravens at home. And more likely than not, Carr will also be out for the Raiders game, also at home against the Chargers. And then they play a key divisional matchup against Kansas City. And he's likely going to miss that game. The reason he'll likely miss that game also is because that's a Thursday night game. So you don't have the full week after that. Those games are all in the Bay Area for the Raiders as they return home. And it also means that E.J. Manuel will be the starting quarterback for the Raiders. Uh, we'll see if, if Carr's out for the duration. If he's out six games, maybe only a couple of games. But either way, E.J. Manuel will be the quarterback. So let's talk about this. Now the question, how big a blow is Derek Carr's injury in the real world, right? In the real world, the world of the National Football League, uh, this is – Literally, and I'm using the proper word here, backbreaking is what this is. This is a backbreaking situation. And you cannot undersell this. You cannot. There's not enough body spray out there and perfume to spray on this. This is bad. It's not season-ending, at least not yet season-ending. But remember, the Raiders lie. They'll lie to your face. They said it was just a back spasm, nothing big, uh, and seemed like he'd be back, Derek Carr. So they've already lied once. Once you lie once, you can lie again. So a couple of thoughts on this. Derek Carr out for the next couple of games and maybe up to six weeks, if not the rest of the year, because you, you can't discount that. Everyone heals differently. Everyone's body's different. And who's to say he's going to be able to come back right away and play? This is pigskin Armageddon for the Raiders. It's the little shop of horrors, and the sky is falling. The sky is now falling for the Raiders. Now, we'll begin with this. Derek Carr, let's establish the fact. Derek Carr is the franchise, right? Derek Carr is the franchise. Now, he has not played well the last couple of games, but everything offensively funnels through that performance of Derek Carr. Right? This was supposed to be the, the breakout MVP season for Derek Carr. You can forget about that. He ain't winning the MVP. That is over. If you have a ticket with Derek Carr winning the MVP, you can light that on fire. Make sure you have a camera rolling so you can put that on YouTube. Uh, no chance. That is done. Dunskies, as they say. So that, he's not going to be the MVP this year. And, and we mentioned the last couple of weeks, uh, Derek Carr has been not only a quarterback, he's been miserable. Uh, and he now has no chance at redemption in the near future. Now, can E.J. Manuel keep the Raiders from drowning while Derek Carr misses time. I am not optimistic. Now, you've got to be like a Raider PR honk to think that E.J. Manuel is going to be able to, to get this done. Uh, you've got to be a big fool to believe that. This is the football version of Armageddon for the Raiders, right? The Ravens are not a good team. I don't, I'm not going to sit here and argue that the Ravens are a good football team because they're not. Uh, they have fallen apart themselves the last couple of weeks. But you got to remember, the Raiders aren't a good football team either. you got two bad football teams playing each other. One of them has their quarterback. 
He's not very good either, Joe Flacco. But I'd rather have Flacco than E.J. Manuel. And, and Baltimore has a week now to dissect all those old tapes uh, of and the video online of E.J. Manuel when he played in Buffalo and pick apart all of his weaknesses, which is not that hard, which is not hard, that hard. There are many, many weaknesses. E.J. Manuel has 19 touchdowns in his career, 16 interceptions. He's also lost seven fumbles. He's been sacked 44 times, all of that in 29 games. 44 sacks in 29 games, and you say, well, the offensive line wasn't very good. Well, some of that's on the quarterback, too. Not all sacks are because of the offensive line. It's also pocket presence, know when to get rid of the ball, cover for your offensive line, et cetera. So 23 turnovers in 29 career games. That's 17 starts, by the way. This is bad. And a passer yards per attempt rating, his yards per attempt, 5.8 for E.J. Manuel. Those are the kind of numbers that get you to be a backup quarterback and, and you were given the keys to the kingdom in Buffalo, and you lost it, right? He struggled with fundamentals when he was the Bills quarterback, and it's, this is not going to go well. It's not uh, for the Raiders uh, the next couple of games. They're going to get nothing out of the quarterback position. Now, can you win getting nothing out of the quarterback position? Yes, you absolutely can. Is it easy? Hell no. Uh, hell no, it's not easy at all. Now, in addition, you know, the, the old phrase uh, your, your parents told you when you were a kid or your grandpa or your grandma, when it rains, it pours, right? When it rains, it pours. And not only is E.J. Manuel a poor Band-Aid to the quarterback position, but the Raiders have other things falling apart. Right? It's kind of like when your car breaks down and then you know you're, you own a house and the, the plumbing in the house starts breaking. Like All of it happens that same week. You know what I'm talking about? That's the Raiders right now. Everything's breaking. Everything's breaking at the same time for the Raiders, and they've got insurance, but you've got to pay for the insurance. The premium's going to go up. It's a big pain in the ass. It's a big, giant pain in the ass because in addition to E.J. Manuel being a disaster, uh, this entire team has been a little shop of horrors here. The offensive line, we mentioned this yesterday, the highest-paid offensive line in the NFL, uh, and they can't block anybody, right? They've given up seven sacks the last eight quarters this vaunted offensive line for the Raiders. Marshawn Lynch looks like he should be a full-time political protester, sit down full-time and do political protesting rather than play running back. He looks washed up. Amari Cooper has hands of stone, and he's leading the world in drop passes. But wait, there's more. Uh, you think I'm done? I ain't done yet. We got even more as uh, we, we unload on the pinata. goes on and on. The sky is falling for Jack Del Rio. There is little margin. Little Marge, yeah, he's yawning right now because he can't believe how bad a situation this is. If, he'd be better off if he was in Jacksonville right now. Think about that. But there's little margin for error in the AFC West. The Raiders are capable of losing to both the Ravens and the Chargers as long as E.J. Manuel is the quarterback. Any game E.J. Manuel starts, the other team has a very good chance of winning that game. Turnovers are the great equalizer and E.J. Manuel gives the football away early and often. He gives the ball away. That's what he does. Now, the last observation here, as we talk on Fox Sports Radio, it's the Ben Maller Show. For Derek Carr, this is a cautionary tale. And this is the other part of the story, right? You look at the different layers, you peel back the onion. This is where Raider fans will not acknowledge this, and they're in denial on this. That's why you turn to a guy like me, because I got no skin in the game here. I can give you the... I can give you the, the honest, uh, the honest approach to it. 
Derek Carr is only 26 years old. He's very young, 26 years old. And he now has a fractured back. He has a fracture in his back. Now, before you say this is nothing, that this is not, this is definitely something, and it's something big. This is, is this a cause for major concern? I say yes. Many a great career have been derailed by chronic back problems. Now, when does a chronic back problem start? I would say it could start when you fracture your back. That could lead to the rest of your career having to deal with back issues. Everyone heals differently, as I pointed out. You're different than me. I'm different than you. And the person, your best friend, is different than all of us. Right? And this could lead to a recurring long-term problem for Derek Carr's back. And if you look at this particular injury, everyone hears the injury. They say, well, I don't know what that means. Derek Carr is going to have to deal with a decreased range of motion uh, in the affected area of the back and his spine. And, and he's, he's going to have pain there trying to bend and twist, which are things you have to do as a quarterback. You have to bend. You have to twist your body. You know that. You never played quarterback, but you know that. He's going to have to deal with that. Derek Carr is going to have to deal with all that stuff. And this, this injury is the same injury that Tony Romo suffered and that eventually ended his career, right? And there were some other injuries, but to- this was part of the, the list of injuries. You look at Tony Romo's career and it opened the door eventually for Dak Prescott, Dakota Prescott, to take over. And now Tony Romo is predicting plays on CBS. But that's this injury. So before you say, oh, this is nothing, he'll be, it's a one-week or two-week injury, he'll be back, this could have long-term ramifications. This could change the course of the Raider franchise. They just gave Derek Carr that big contract, and now he's got a bad back. All right, it's the Ben Mather Show on Fox Sports Radio. If you would like to comment on that, you are more than welcome. Also, the Monday night football game, the Washington Redskins and the Kansas City Chiefs, and the Chiefs win the game in glorious fashion, and they not only win the game, they cover the spread, and a lot of people crediting Jay Gruden for giving the opportunity to Kansas City to win that game because of clock management. Now, my argument, I'm going to defend Jay Gruden. I believe Jay Gruden was so convinced that this was the old Kansas City Chiefs where you can give Alex Smith an extra minute here or an extra minute there, and it will not matter. It will not come back to bite you in the ass. But it's different now. Right? Jay Gruden took a timeout with 57 seconds left, and then there was a deep pass play that should have been a touchdown, should have, could have been a touchdown. The great Josh Doxson, if he only had done the thing he was hired to do to catch the pass, the Redskins would have been up by four. The Chiefs would have had to go down and score a touchdown. But instead he didn't, and the uh, Chiefs ended up in a tie game. A field goal was good after that end zone botched touchdown pass play and then the Chiefs went back down got a field goal of their own to win the game and they added in a garbage time touchdown. Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie Garcia so, Now we had, we had the yeah. difference of opinion uh, a few weeks ago about the 49ers-Rams game. A lot of points were scored and people were talking about what a great game it was. The last night's game I thought was a much better game. I know the, the amount of points weren't the same. I disagree. I, I, I really thought that was a good, solid you're, football You're wrong. Game. You're, I, I knew you disagree with me. You're on the wrong side I actually of like seeing some, some decent defense, not just going up and down the field, nobody can tackle, 
I was I thought that was a good solid football yeah, game. Last the, night. Uh, the the Ram Forty Nine game was much more aesthetically pleasing than that game last eh. night. It was. You're you're wrong. You, you just you think touchdowns equal, you know, entertainment and yes, uh, I'm guilty. Guilty. Yeah. Yes. Uh, what is my punishment? I'm like everyone else. I like touchdowns. Well, the, the, I like them early. The more, I like the them more late. Cerebral I like them fans, everywhere. I touchdowns. I, that, that I am. Be, I love me. touchdowns. Looks at a game like that and says, "That's that's a football game." That's I a good want game. touchdowns. Yeah. I need touchdowns. I love touchdowns. Well, when they come against you know no defense, then what is it? You know, well, that's your big interpretation. Deal. That's how you interpret things. No defense, it's like a flag football game. That's how you that's interpret that thing. Uh, but uh, you could argue also that in that game last night, the Redskins by the end of the game they were playing no defense. They had no one left, and they were just kind of out there going through the motions. You could make that argument. You could make that argument in the Monday night game. All right, so Danny G. Now I would like you. Uh, do we, should we have a uh, a moment of silence for the Raiders' season? Now is it over? Now is that? Uh, can you get who will the Raiders draft in the first round? Will they have a top five pick in the wow. NFL draft? You already He's got a couple of He's not trolling you very much, is yeah, he? Danny? Not at all. Yeah, you, 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 you are don't... wearing black. You are in mourning right now for yeah, the Raiders. Black every day. Thanks for noticing. Oh. It's not black. It's actually a Star Wars shirt, and it's very colorful. Doesn't look colorful to yeah. me. But what man, color even, is the, even when Eddie, even, hold on a second. Eddie, what color is that shirt right there? The, the bulk of that this shirt is not black. What? Well, what? to be fair, <laughs> I mean, come on, the, the studio Red is, and is dark. I can't really see what uh, color it is. Goop shining a no, light. I'm not light talking on about here. the front. I'm talking the bulk of the shirt. It's a black shirt. It's not even. It's black. actually it's actually gray. Uh, it looks black. You have no lights on in there. What's wrong with you? That, that's what I just said. Yeah, can't really yeah. tell. Nah. Well, listen, he's, I know he's depressed right now. It's okay. <laughs> I've been there. I was, you know, I was Rams last year. I know what's like. You're gray such... like his mood. <laughs> <laughs> you're such a troll. You're talking like it's week nine. You you oh, always done. you no always margin. do sky is falling radio. This is this is appropriate. Yeah. This is first of all, I don't do that. Ben, no, you, no. Even before Derek Carr got injured, you were picking against the Raiders every and week. And I've been so right the last you, couple of weeks. Uh, when, were you right the first two weeks? No. Yes, but I'm two and two. I'm, uh, I'm doing oh, pretty so good. You're two and two. I've been lost in weeks. You're, you're five hundred is pretty good. Yeah, but by your standard, I should be losing every one of these games picking against the Raiders. No, and I'm going to pick the Ravens this weekend. How about Go that? Go for it. That, that'll I be love good. it. Go for it. EJ Manuel is going to defecate all over the stadium in Oakland, just like the you know it smells like you know poop what? there. He's going to do more of that. <laughs> yeah. How about that? So so so. <laughs> DJ Manuel, he looked horrible when he came to the game in Denver, huh? He did. Oh, he did. Sure, Here he did. we go. All right. All right. Look at, I, I, see, you're getting no. caught up. So you're getting caught up. If you actually look at the numbers, oh, he wasn't stop. good. His yards per pass attempt was what, less than four yards or something like that? It wasn't good. So they can't beat uh, an average Ravens they will, team. They will not win that game. The Ravens are going to win that game. All right, then. The we'll Ravens see. will win that game. And then what are you going to say? You'll uh, spin it and say, well, they'll bounce back. You know, first game, you'll blame the referees. Ben, if you're a fan of your team, of course you have to look you gotta at the You've got to be realistic. Side. You've got to be realistic. <laughs> Just the way you're realistic with your team. I'm huh? absolutely realistic. Yeah, they okay. suck. They suck. They're, going to the Super Bowl. They're yeah. good. What do you want me to do? Three and one. They're the second best record in the NFL right now. What you, do you want to trash them? Well, you are realistic you with our baseball team, and you jinxed them earlier this year. Who did I jinx? Who? Our baseball the team. The Dodgers are going to the World Series. I know, They're co-favorites to the World Series. But no, it was the curse of the Bimbino that started the losing streak. That's a lie. No, that's the truth. It was Curtis Granderson. They added a Met. I blame the Met. That Crap from the New York Mets rubbed off on the rest of the Dodgers. They started playing like the Mets for a month. I blame the Mets. Then Derek Carr has a huge heart. He'll be back soon. Uh, I wish he had a good back. His his leg was uh, (laughs) broken very badly at the end of last season. Donald Trump very badly? A lot of people said he wouldn't be back in the... (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, that's that's ironic that Ben is using a Donald Trump joke. I know. You hate the president. I know. I You're like everyone else. Never yes. said that. You know, you certainly sound never like Never said that. I know. You're All fired, right. Ben. You're fired. All right. You're yes. a good troll, though, but you're fired See, for everything I, I, else. I, I, have fired. To, I have to say something real quick. I know we're, we're late, but normally I would I would agree that Ben's just the, the trolliest of all trolls. No, he, yeah, No, he's, he's awful, but in this scenario... I mean, he's he's kind of he's kind of right, Danny. You can't be too. But do you think you Derek Carr is going to miss six weeks though? I don't I think so. Get applause. Yeah, I'm not. That's Danny G clapping. I didn't no. do that. Why yeah, would I right. clap? I don't clap. Ben, you do it all the time. I think I the only guy I know who not only hopes for uh, players to get injured, you celebrate when players get in- injured. It's part ben. of football. Why should I avoid oh, it? I would say I don't that control where these guys get hurt, but I might uh-huh. as well take advantage of it. Yes, you it, might as well celebrate their injuries. Yes, it's called yeah. Schadenfreude. Uh-huh. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah definitely. You, right, we you, stop. We'll continue uh-huh. this. Everyone stop. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. We got caught by that seven minutes of delay. If we had only had an extra eight minutes of delay, we would have been fine. All right. Mallard to the third degree, and we bring in the master of ceremonies, the Coupe de Loup. Ben, we've talked a lot about the abysmal attendance at Chargers games in Los Angeles. I think it's glorious. I love it. With the uh, visiting fans dominating well, every week. Well, it's hard to draw a fan when, when your team sucks. But, However, the Rams' attendance hasn't exactly been anything to brag about. Well, compared to the Chargers, it's been great. Well, sure, but... Uh, yet you can make a serious argument that the Rams are one of the more exciting teams uh, in the league. Most exciting, Coop. The highest scoring team in football, the L.A. Rams. Ben, that being said, do you expect the Coliseum to finally start filling up here? No, I don't. And, and I'll tell you what, there'll be a slight bump in attendance, but it's not going to be a drastic increase in attendance. And there's a couple of reasons why that is. A, th- there's still some skepticism that this is real. That, that the Rams, what they're doing is legitimate, that it's not some kind of illusion. Jared Goff and Todd Gurley have run through opposing defenses. Uh, they have run roughshod over the NFL. They've got the razzle-dazzle going on, and that certainly helps, but you have to do it for more than a couple of games to build up some confidence in the fan base. And B, the main reason I believe the attendance is only going to go up slightly and it'll spike up, but it won't go up that high, is the fact that the L.A. Memorial Coliseum is really a mausoleum. It was state-of-the-art when it was built in 1923. It's almost 100 years old. Now, it is going through a renovation right now, and the, the people over at the University of Southern California, USC, are restoring it, and they're adding luxury boxes and all that. But there's only so much that you can do when a stadium was built the way it was built in the 1920s. It's not a fan-friendly environment. You toss in the fact that to park there or to take public transportation, you are, you're, uh, you're wasting either a lot of money or a lot of valuable time. It's just easier to watch on television. So the Rams at this point, I don't think they'll get a huge bump. They'll get a little bit of bump. Once they move into their new stadium, they have a huge increase. The problem there is they're going to gouge the customers, so that'll affect the attendance at that stadium. All right, next. Is the Coliseum older than uh, Lambeau, Ben? That's a great question. I don't have the. I don't know how old Lambo yes. is. Is it? Yes. Okay. Yes. There wow. you go. I okay. guess there you go. How old's Lambo, Eddie? You, you were there. 
Was well, it, it's been completely renovated, but yeah. it was it was built in like the '60s, I believe. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. okay. Well, it's way older than yeah. uh, okay. Coliseum. Yeah. Right. Uh, one of the popular talking points heading into Week Four is how the Falcons had avoided the Super Bowl hangover. Well, they were one of two undefeated teams left in the league, but now that they have lost to the Bills, I've taken a closer look. Ben, this team almost lost to the Bears, should have lost to the Lions. Are the Falcons totally overrated? Uh, well, here's the deal. A- Atlanta at this point needs to reevaluate some things. There's some smelling salts that are needed. The magic of 2016 is in the rearview mirror. The Falcons are still a good team. I'm not buying they're a bad team now, but they don't look great. They don't look like a team that's going to storm their way into the NFC Championship game and the Super Bowl. A couple of things here. First of all, Matt Ryan, last season, when he was lighting the world on fire, he had seven interceptions last season. He was the MVP. Matt Ryan already has five interceptions, and he's got a very pedestrian quarterback rating. So you got to get him playing better, obviously, and you toss in the fact that Julio Jones has a bad hip. Uh, and it's enough to give the Falcon coaching staff a nervous breakdown. Secondly, the Falcons' defense, which was pretty good last year when they won the NFC Championship, the Falcons' defense is 19th in scoring defense at the quarter pole. They're lacking a sense of urgency, uh, and, and they've, they've got to find that edge. So, yeah, yeah, they're not totally overrated, but there are signs of doom and gloom on the horizon for the Falcons. Next! The Indianapolis Colts are 1-3 with their only win coming against the Browns. However, if there's any way to look at the glass half full, newly acquired backup quarterback and now starting quarterback Jacoby Brissett has shown some flashes of being able to have success in the offense. Now, it might sound crazy, but do you think the Colts should try and trade Andrew Luck? Yeah, I mean, the, the answer here is, is it's not a mistake to consider trading Andrew Luck, but it would be bad timing. Right, there's no one that's untradeable in the NFL. Anybody can be moved. It's un- here's the, the issue with Andrew Luck. The timing on this is not in the Colts' favor. A couple of things. Number one, the Colts would would essentially be taken to the glue factory here if they trade Andrew Luck at this time. He's damaged goods. You're selling low. You never want to sell low. They're not going to get equal value for the perceived value of Andrew Luck. And number two, Indianapolis needs Luck to come back and have a couple of good performances there. Get the scouts all aroused again. And, and you want to be in a position of strength. And I am not I am not part of the marching and chowder society for Andrew Luck. He's flawed. Uh, there's a lot of parts of his game that don't seem to point to great success winning in the NFL. So, yeah, I would consider it. But I wouldn't consider it now until he comes back and has a couple of back-to-back performances where he looks pretty good. All right, there it is. Mallard of the third degree. How did we do? Then you pass this edition. That's a winner! Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. Now, <laughs> Mallers Mountain of Money. Lord, that's a lot of money. Do you have what it takes to get to the top? Probably not. All right, here we go. It is Maller's Mountain of Money, and we got a good one. We got a good one. Got a lot of options here. A lot of options. Are we looking at a 5-3 matchup? Are we looking at a 6-5 matchup? What do we got? What seeds would you like well, here, Coop? See, only only one of the two contestants called for the rematch, so I don't know if we want to just go with two new contestants or, or I mean, yeah. Mr. Wonderful won last week, so and he's there. No he, I, no, he did not. He did not. He win. did win. 
No, he did he not. Did. He's the winner. He won the he won the game last week. Go no, back and no, go he back didn't. and listen no, he, to the podcast. He's the he one who the got game. the one question, the yeah, only he, he one missed wrong. Bobby yeah. He got it. I, I declared him the winner. He got a golden ticket, <laughs> yeah. so he won. So the for game. that that alone, he should not be allowed to. Play. No, he's allowed to. All right, you, just All right, because well, Eddie no, doesn't no, want no. to play, you're going to play, Mister Wonderful. I'm a, I picked you to play, Mister Wonderful. No, no, you're allowed, Mister. Hello, Mister Wonderful. How dare you, Eddie? Yeah, How dare you? Eddie hates you. We will have to beat his ass right now. That's what we're going to do. I'm ready. Yeah. All right. Very All right. Good. So we got to find uh, a ringer for Eddie here. All right. Let's uh, go to uh, Andrew in Fremont, oh. California. Hello, Andrew. Hello, Ben. Good morning. Sorry. I've been, like, so busy doing homework. But you know what? I was telling Coop, like, Labor Day weekend, I was in, in L.A. for a concert. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming by. <laughs> and it was good to see you. Yeah. I know it's good to see you, too. All right. Well, Andrew, uh, you're there. Uh, Mr. Wonderful, who do you want to partner up with, Mr. Wonderful? Oh, uh, you, of course. All right. Good job. We will teach these guys a lesson. And, Andrew, who would you like to partner up with, Andrew? Let's go with Eddie, Gar- Eddie Steamboat Willie Garcia. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh-huh. So we have our classic uh, battle here. It's nice of Ben to pick the contestants. Uh, <laughs> usually what a very, talk show host does. Very, they pick the very, contestants. No, it's not, kind of a job Not someone who's competing in a game show. It's not supposed to work like that. Well, been, I didn't know. I, been been, I, I didn't know to... he was going to pick me. I had no idea. Not. I mean, I, no, just because I'm so popular that he picked me, I had no idea that he was going to pick me. Mr. Wonderful and Ben versus Andrew and Eddie, and fittingly, that's Eddie's way of saying he doesn't think he's going to win. The category, right. the theme. I of, complained before, not after. That's a preemptive strike by Eddie. You guys finished? Maybe. Okay. Go ahead, Danny. The uh, Mallers Mountain of Money theme for this week. Fittingly, it's the Tom Petty edition. Rest in peace. Category one, don't come around here no more. Category two, the waiting. Category three, free fallen. Or category four, I won't back down. Mr. Wonderful, you were on the line first. You get to choose first. I'll go free fallen. Good choice. All right. And Andrew, that leaves you with don't come around here no more, the waiting, or I won't back down. Don't come around here no more. Are you a big Tom Petty fan, Andrew? To be honest with you, I've never heard his music before. All right. It's <laughs> a man of the world right there. But if yes. No, no. The funny thing is if Tom Petty was a long reliever for the A's in like 2007, <laughs> That's true, yeah. he would know everything about right. Tom Petty. That's the great thing about Andrew. I love that about you. All right, uh, gentlemen, these categories are 10 to 100. We need the first and last name of these sports figures. Mr. Wonderful, you picked the category free fallen. These athletes fell on draft day. Are you ready, Mr. Wonderful? I am. All right, 45 seconds on the clock. You ready, Ben? Yeah, play along at home. Here we go. Go. All right, starting quarterback for the Green Bay Packers right now. Aaron Rodgers. Correct. A former Dolphins legend in the 1980s at a pick. Marino. Uh, that's correct. Uh, the brother of Powell for the Memphis Grizzlies, the center. Mark Gasol. That is correct. A uh, running back for the Buffalo Bills, formerly of the Philadelphia Eagles. This year, right now. Uh, LaShawn McCoy. That is correct. Uh, Yankees catcher in the 1970s. The captain died in a plane accident in Ohio. Thurman Munson. Correct. A linebacker. No, incorrect. What no, did no, no, no. He said Munson. Go back. All right, all right. The linebacker for the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, just, Derek Thomas. No, just scored a touchdown tonight that covered the point spread. Right, the uh, Texans. That last name. Derek uh, Johnson. No, last Derek. name. All right. Uh, small forward for the Utah Jazz. Russian. Just re- mm. ah, Coop threw me off. That is BS. 
by Justin Cooper. That yeah, was a correct was answer. It I was am, not a correct I am answer. Read, this read the sheet. I am playing this under Does it pro- say Thurman I, Munson? It, that's his name. You wrote it down wrong. Oh, no. my God. That you is wrote the it stupidest down thing wrong. you have ever but said. That is, you wrote it, <laughs> that is you the wrote stupidest thing no, you've ever said. it's the Buffalo Bills running back. Thurman Thomas, you jackass. You wrote it down wrong. How dare you. Oh, my God. How dare you. You wrote it down wrong. That was one of the worst. You wrote it down wrong. Yeah, Thurman Munson, he fell real far in the base. He draft. did. He fell in the baseball <laughs> draft. That's Stupid. a bad job by you. He actually fell in That's an airplane. That's a bad job by you. <laughs> oh, Danny G. <laughs> I'm just stating a fact. How dare you, Cooper? I'm playing this under protest. Uh, ben choked, and now he's upset. <laughs> so, right. uh, Andrew, the go. door is open for you. All right. Okay. Don't come around here no more. These athletes left their teams and joined an arch rival. 45 seconds on the clock. Eddie, you ready? Which one did he pick? He picked Don't Come Around okay. Here No More. All right. Go ahead. Go. Uh, former Packers star quarterback. Uh, he showed a picture of his junk to a reporter. Brett Favre. Yeah. Uh, one of the greatest quarterbacks of all uh, cornerbacks of all time. Defensive back. Uh, prime time. Yes, Anderson. Yes. Uh, the Rocket. Former pitcher. Uh, took PEDs. Roger Clemens. Uh, former Suns guard. He was a two-time MVP. Ended his career with the Lakers. White guy from Canada. Yes, uh, one of the best rebounders of all time, the Worm. That's right. Yes, a former Dolphin star pass rusher. He just went into the Hall of Fame, number 99. Also played with the Reds. Yes, uh, former NBA rebounder, Fear the Fro with the Pistons. Pass. Uh, It's the only one we got left. Oh, uh, that was an easy category, but uh, that's fine. You no. didn't get the last one. Thurman Munson was it was the fear of the fro. Thurman Munson. Yeah. All right, Andrew it was good. Ben yeah. Wallace. Okay. Uh, he has no idea. Who that is. He has no idea who that is. He used to uh, yeah, I, yeah, used to play the bass for Tom Petty. Yeah. I know he he was at the Warriors game on Saturday. Oh, he was. Is that right? That's right. That's right. If only I'd known that. Yeah. He gave Draymond Green the most the defense player of year award. All right, well, who cares? Uh, No one cares. All right, thank you. Hold on a sec, Andrew. It is uh, 240 to 100. All right. Oh, just crushing it. All right. We will have the big uh, big comeback here. I'm playing this game under protest. We'll have the big finish. We'll get to that. Protest yourself. Screw you. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. It can be hard to see the challenges that people we work with every day are going through. I'm Holly Robinson-Pete. Join us on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. Download it wherever you get your podcasts. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started.